Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Florida Podcast. This is your host, Brandon Holland. It is Friday, October 30th, 2020. Happy Friday, everybody. Hopefully, y'all have had a spectacular week so far. It is Halloween weekend. If you have kids and you're going to go out, make sure that you take all the proper precautions. Be safe. I'm sure that it's going to feel nice for the parents out there to do some things that are consistent with normalcy. So, again, I don't have kids, as y'all know. I say it all the time. But if I did, I'd want to get out there. So, again, parents, do your thing. Be safe. What do I know? I'm not a parent. Y'all got it. So, it's Full Out Friday. Let's go ahead and get into this content. I am not quite over the Rays losing the World Series just yet, only because of the way things went down with Blake Snell coming out the game. But we're going to work through it. We're going we're gonna to get through it, all right? So let's talk about this weekend schedule. Let's go to tomorrow, Saturday. First of all, have some bye weeks. Florida State is going to be on a bye tomorrow after the big win two weeks ago against North Carolina. They played Louisville last week and lost 48-16. to The Seminoles enter the bye week 2-4, and four, and they will be back next week against Pittsburgh. So they're on a bye. The University of Miami, the U, is also on a bye. The the Canes, man, the only blemish on their record so far is the Clemson loss. But, you know, Clemson, there's a reason they're ranked number one in the country. We'll get back to Clemson in a little bit. You'll understand why. But the Canes, they... Won last week, close game against UVA. They won 19-14. They entered the bye week 5-1. and one. They will be back next Friday against NC State, the Wolf Pack. So, USF also on a bye. USF, after getting their first win of the season, they dropped five in, they've dropped five in a row, including last week, lost to Tulsa, 42-13. At Raymond James, again, they enter the bye week 1-5. and five. They'll be back next Saturday at Memphis. That game will be at noon o'clock. All right, so Florida Atlantic, they will be playing tomorrow at 2.30 p.m. down in Boca Raton. Last week, they lost to Marshall. I have to apologize. I thought because they've had a games get postponed and I thought last week was their first game when they played Marshall but that was not the case they played October 3rd against Charlotte and they won so they are one and one and I said they will play tomorrow at 2 30 p.m. UCF they will be at Houston tomorrow at 2 p.m. 2 p.m. that game will be on ESPN UCF bounced back after losses to Tulsa and Memphis. They got a win last week over Tulane, 51-34. to So UCF will look to build on that. And finally, we have Missouri and the Swamp against Florida, against the Gators, 7.30 p.m. tomorrow, SEC Network. Can't wait to watch. Gators have been off for two weeks because of COVID, so... They bring a 2-1 and one record in to play Missouri, who is 2-2. Two and two. 
It'd be interesting to see how the Gators come out. I mean, two weeks is a, a long time to be off, and you want to hope that they're going to come in and be able to get that offense on track. Dan Mullen, great coach, a lot of respect for him, and Kyle Trask, those two work very well together, and it's pretty ironic they've had two weeks off to come in and play this game against Missouri. It was Kyle Trask's first, I don't want to say his coming out party, but back in 2018, Gators were down 35-10. to 10. Felipe Franks was struggling. Trask came in, got some time, and that was when the Gator Nation first got the glimpse of what this kid could do. Here we are in 2020. Felipe Franks has transferred. Trask has taken over. And like I said, I love the combination with him and Dan Mullen. So Missouri will come in. You know, they are 2-2, two and two, but they have some pretty big wins. They beat LSU 45-21. I know it's not the LSU with Joe Burrow, but, you know, still a lot of talent in Louisiana. And their defense stepped up, played well last week against Kentucky, and they won 20-10. to 10. Their quarterback, Connor Basilak, redshirt freshman. So it'll be interesting to see again how they come out. A lot of their offense is going to be, they're not going to try to go deep. They're not going to try to hit the big plays. They're going to be methodical. So I think that the Gators defense should put pressure on them early, stack the box, try to get them into third long situations. So We'll see how that goes. Again, it's just be great to see the Gators back on the field. Again, that game is at 7.30 in the Swamp. SEC Network can't wait for that. What do we have going on Sunday? Let's get into this NFL schedule. So we have the Rams and the Dolphins at 1 o'clock. And this is a very, very interesting game. The Dolphins come off a bye. The big thing is that it's going to be Tua's first NFL start. Dolphins 3 and 3 right now and the Rams come in 5 and 2. I mean, the Rams are in a division that is just ridiculous right now. Aaron Donald, whew, the best, you know. So hopefully the Dolphins came up with a game plan to stop him. That's a tough tough situation to put a guy like Tua in for his first start, but again, 2 weeks to prepare. I am very very excited to see the Tua era begin in Miami. I loved that kid when he was at Alabama, and I think that a lot of people may have forgotten his talent level because of the injury. So excited to see him get in and show what he can do. Ryan Fitzpatrick, Fitzmagic, I think he was a little bit surprised by the move, but he's a professional journeyman, and he is going to be supporting Tua. So we will see. Good luck to Tua. I hope he does well. Like I said, I really like the kid and think he's got a lot of talent and can be a very, very good NFL quarterback. So we have the Jacksonville Jaguars that are on a bye tomorrow. Jags coming off their loss last week to the Chargers. Lost 39-29. to 29. They entered a bye at 1-6. I don't mean the whole tank for Trevor thing. It's interesting. I said I was going to get back to Clemson because Trevor Lawrence actually just tested positive for COVID. So he will be out in their game this weekend. So the foreseeable future. I don't know how long he has to stay out. Assuming that they play, I didn't look to see if Clemson played tomorrow or if they're on a bye. I'm assuming that they do play tomorrow, but they will not have Trevor Lawrence. So we will see what happens with that. Be very, very interesting. So again, Jaguars one and six. 
the whole tank for Trevor thing. You have the Vikings at one and five. You have the Giants at one and six. You have the Jets at zero and seven. You have the Bengals at one and five. But you know, Joe Burrow. I think that he can be really. I mean, he's shown a lot of talent. He's shown his talent level, and he's showing that he can be a top tier NFL quarterback so far in the small sample. The Jets, I have no clue what they're gonna do. Sam Darnold, who knows? Giants one and six. I don't know. The Vikings are. I mean, they have a huge contract with Kirk Cousins, and that money is guaranteed. So we'll see how things play out, and that will bring us to Monday. Speaking of the Giants, because the Tampa Bay Bucks will be playing the Giants Monday night, eight fifteen, es Eastern Standard Time. I was gonna say ESPN, but then it was EST on my notes. So. I mean, the Bucks are coming off their huge win. I want to call it huge win, but they're coming off their win against the Raiders, 45-20 to 20 out in Las Vegas, and they are starting to hum along. Brady looked awesome against the Raiders. I mean, I don't know if the guy's ever going to age. I mean, throwing the ball with velocity, making great reads, it's, it's Brady, and the talent level is ridiculous. Speaking of talent, Sure, everybody's heard by now that the Bucks have picked up AB Antonio Brown. He will not be available to play Monday night because of his suspension. He'll be available after this Monday this Monday night's game. And Chris Godwin is still out with his injury, but Brady's been spreading the ball around so much. And don't look now, but Looks like Gronk is getting his legs underneath of him. Looks like he's getting his legs underneath of him. The production over the past two weeks has gone up. I mean, first of all, I don't know what the Raiders were doing covering him one-on-one with a five foot nine corner last week. But Gronk is starting to run those those choice seam routes where Brady, I mean, it's just like New England all over again. So again, the defense is playing well in Tampa. Some people are saying they might be the best team in the NFC top three teams in the NFL. We'll see how things play out, but I can't wait to see how this thing goes with them Monday night. So that is our schedule for this weekend. Florida, we always have some amazing, amazing sporting events going on. So again, enjoy your weekend. Have a great time. Go out and party. Do the damn thing. All right. And I will be back with y'all on Monday for Florida Market Monday. Until next time, this is the Florida Podcast signing off.